Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody, it's Nikki here. I hope you're well in whatever you're doing. I hope you've had a great day. And it's Thursday today, it's the 15th of March 2018, depending on when you're listening to this. And today I've been thinking a lot about what I could have as my podcast and how we interact and communicate with each other in general. So the title of today's podcast is Why Kindness and Respect Matter. I was talking to Matt, who is writing a book with me at the moment, and it's a book that is a little bit about my life. In fact, actually, it's a lot about my life (laughs) and following my journey through becoming a police officer and then ending up as the director of UK training for hostage and crisis negotiation and how far I came in that. And as we're going through the book, and I honestly never thought that I would ever be in a position where I would be writing this book, it it kind of started off as a how-to Since I've had Matt involved, he is looking at it from um, an outside perspective. So whereas I would be looking at it from, okay, well, I think it's really important that people learn how to do this. He's like building a picture and finding out about me. It's been a really reflective time and a very interesting time as I've gone back over the years. And I've relearned a lot about myself. And there are lots of traits that I find that a good police officer has. And then there's lots of traits that I am now finding a good communicator has. And there are lots of traits that when I look at my mentors, both within when I was a police officer, people that helped me throughout my years of training, and then those mentors that I look for now, I'm outside of the organisation. It's funny because I had a meeting last week, actually, a business meeting with a, a lady I was put in contact with who I'd never met before, and we hit it off straight away, and I respected her straight away. And two words have been popping up everywhere I go this week, and that is kindness and respect, and how important they are in building relationships with people. And when you look at the important people in your life, what do you feel towards them? What do they give you? So when I look at people that I have great um, respect for, they are, so if I, if I take the police, um, because I've known that for the last 30 years, but if you look at Cressida Dick, who is now the commissioner of the police, and a lady called Helen Ball, who is the assistant commissioner of police, two very powerful women. If you look at Lynn Owens, who is um, in charge of the National Crime the NCA, National Crime Association Agency, National Crime Agency, gosh, I've forgotten that already, I've only been out for a few months, but the National Crime Agency, they all are very people-orientated. And I've been trying to put my finger on why is it that I listen to them and would ask them for advice or turn to them. Now, Lynn, I've known for years and years and years, and she she is still the same personable, approachable person as she's gone through the ranks. Helen, I've known for a number of years and was the lady that got me into negotiation in the first place. And Cressida Dick also, I, I don't know her as well, but I've had some very 
interesting conversations with her and found her always to be a very thoughtful and kind person. And those two words, again, stand out for those three people. And as I've been talking to Matt, especially today, so I spent an hour on Skype with him, formating another chapter of the book. And, you know, he asked me a lot of questions and probes about my life and my thoughts. And I'm looking at mentors throughout those years. And I can think back way, way, way back to when I first started And it's the same two words every time, kindness and respect. People that have treated me with respect and kindness are the people that I turn to. I'm drawn to my partner because of their kindness. I'm drawn to my friends in my life because they listen to me with kindness and respect. And then when I have interactions with people and I enjoy the interaction, it's again those two words, kindness and respect. So what do we actually mean by kindness and respect? And we'll all have a different meaning for it. And and why is it so important? Now, social media, I've been looking at social media over the last month and wondering how we have allowed... um, I'm going to give you some quite strong views here. I don't apologise for them. They are my opinion, you know. And that's one of the things that I will say is that it's good to have opinion. It's good to have healthy debate. It's good not to necessarily agree with everybody for the sake of agreeing. And I totally get that. And I also know that when I do these podcasts and I put myself out there, that not everybody will agree with me. And that's great because I'm here to listen to other people's opinions. And I hope that people will listen to my opinion at the same time. But I always find, even when somebody else has a different opinion, that it's about treating them with respect. Now, I've been reading social media, especially facebook and twitter and some of the comments on there just you know i i live in a little village and there are uh, there's a facebook page for this village there's a facebook page for the surrounding villages and i always read with great interest and by the way i'm not judging at all i always read with great interest what people put on there and especially when there are lots of comments and it causes a heated debate or it causes a discussion to start with And then as the discussion goes on, the emotions start to show through in the written word. Let me change that statement. I perceive the emotions start to show through because I don't know that the emotions that they're using are perhaps the emotions that they want to. And I'm obviously just reading into it. But you can sense, I would suggest, that people's words become less mindful, people will make their comments in a far more aggressive manner rather than an, in an assertive manner. And if you haven't listened to any of my podcasts before, being assertive is when you're in control of your emotions, but you're still checking meaning and clarification and putting your point across because there is, there's no, it's good to have opinion. It's good to have your, your own thought process because you are all individuals. We're all individuals with our own thought processes based on our values and beliefs and experiences. And that's brilliant. And that's how the world changes. And then there are other people who will criticize people's opinion, who will say, no, you're not right. That's not how it is because of what they believe to be true. Now, heated debate is great. Respect is more important. When we show respect for other people, we can still have the discussion and we can both learn from it. The best conversations around 
differing opinions or when you walk away from it and you go, do you know what, actually, I've learned a lot from that today, that most of us, and I totally include myself in this, is when we think we're right, we listen to be right. We listen to confirm that we are right. And then when somebody disagrees with us or has a difference of opinion and we have a very firm held belief, we often come back at that with emotion. And when we come back at it with emotion, we're far more aggressive than we are assertive. And that's when our words are less thoughtful and can cause pain to the other person. Now, I say this because I have been disrespected in my life. You know, you put a police uniform on. Of course, you are bound to get shouted and sworn at in different occasions, depending on the experiences of the other person and what they believe to be true. And often depending on how much alcohol they've had and the emotions that are running through their body at the time. But as I've been discussing sort of my previous life, I've hoped, and I'm not going to say I always have, because I'm sure I haven't. In fact, I know I haven't. I know in some of my previous relationships, I haven't treated people with respect. I know that sometimes when I have been tired and emotional, I haven't treated my partner with respect and kindness. I know that sometimes when... I have been tired at work or worked too many hours. Perhaps I haven't given the person who has been arrested and is standing before me in a custody situation complete respect. I know all of those things. And I also know that as I've grown older and I'm able to reflect a lot more and become a lot more self-aware, that one of the most important words in my life is to treat people with respect. Because everybody has a story. Everybody has a story and I was just talking about this the other day to some friends of mine when I um, coach people, everyone has a story and it's really important for me to remember that and we will judge, we always judge, we can't help but judge and those thoughts will pop into our head and we'll have an immediate response that we want to fire back. And it's about holding that, holding that thought and listening, not listening to be right, not listening so you can immediately answer with what you believe to be true, but reflecting and thinking, what can I learn from this conversation? What can I learn from this other person? Because everybody has so much that you can learn from. And yes, there are people that you are going to disagree with and not necessarily get on with, and that is life. But even so, you can treat per people with courtesy and respect. And then the second one is kindness. You know, how many times have you been grateful for a small act of kindness from somebody? And there is an organisation called Kind.org, I believe, who specialise in random acts of kindness. And random acts of kindness, and I'm really working on this myself at the moment to do more, but, you know, buying a complete stranger a coffee for no reason, doing something decent for another person, sending somebody flowers out of the blue just because you can, stopping and having a conversation with an older person in the shop who, who might look tired. I've, you know, I've spoken to so many people because it's like... um having to sometimes you have to practice these things to make them more of a conscious effort because there are st there are stages of change and you can't change 
what you don't know. You can't change those blind spots. And often it takes time for us to even realise we have a blind spot. And it might be that for ages people are telling us we have a blind spot, but we don't want to hear it, so we don't listen to it. But still, you can treat people with kindness, everybody with kindness. And the, uh, the more I see of the world, the more I've seen of different cultures, the more I've seen of people in crisis, especially people in crisis. And I'm not just talking about people standing on the edge of buildings. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about friends who have lost loved ones, who have come out of relationships, who are at work and not having a great time, who are feeling low with their self-esteem. You know, every one of us at some, some stage in our life will have a crisis. And it doesn't mean that we want to take our own lives but it does mean that we're in a space where we're not sure how to get out of it. I've had these myself on several occasions. You know, for those of you that know my story, you'll know some of the instances that I've been in, some of the relationships I've been in. And it's only on reflection of that and hindsight when you look back and you think, okay, well, what made the difference there? What really made the difference? I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I was in a relationship many years ago which I knew I shouldn't have been in it doesn't matter it's not a witch hunt of beating that person up and I have to take responsibility as well for that because I am solely in charge of my own actions and my own choices I remember a specific friend who is a very dear friend of mine now and she was always there she was never a person that told me I should get out or that I was being manipulated or any of those things she was just a person that was always there and still is always there without judgment, without criticism and just being there if I, if I need her to be. And she treated me with great kindness and respect at the time. And then when I reflect on other times in my career perhaps where things haven't gone quite as well for me, I had a... a very nasty back injury in the 90s and honestly believed I was going to lose my job and I remember my old boss and he he was really professional uh, there were certain things that he would tolerate and there were certain things that he wouldn't tolerate but when he phoned me and this is like some years ago now like 20 years ago and this is how powerful it is I remember the kindness that he showed me I remember a teacher at school who showed me kindness when I didn't understand maths. I remember being sad on a train once, because this is just a memory that's just come into my head now, but my kitten had died very suddenly, and I was very sad, and somebody asked me if I was okay, and they showed me an act of kindness. And sometimes that's all that it takes is just that small person just to check in with you. Not a small person, but that small gesture from a person to check in with you, ask you if you are okay, to show you a random act of kindness that will make your day. So two really powerful words, kindness and respect. And I would just ask you to think about when you last treated somebody with kindness and respect and the reaction you got from them and when you were last treated with kindness and respect because it does make a huge difference in your life and certainly the people now that I follow on Twitter 
on social media are those who are kind and respectful. And I'm drawn to people like that. And when I see people using anonymous social media accounts to write abusive and hurtful comments, I find that personally distasteful. I don't think that it's acceptable in any way, shape or form, whether we agree with what that person is saying or not. And then on the flip side of that, I also see sometimes as adults we're so hypocritical. And again, you know, I I totally include myself in this. I sometimes catch my own emotional behaviour in front of Meg and think that's not acceptable. And I, 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 I like to think I always apologise for that and make it right. And I wonder when we are going to say as a society, this is not acceptable. We are adults teaching our children how to behave in the future. And yet the language that we use on social media, which is accessible to anybody, does not show us up sometimes in a great light. It doesn't show us treating others with kindness and respect. It shows us being angry and aggressive and emotional which we all are, we're all human beings, and of course we're going to be angry and emotional and sometimes aggressive, depending on what situations we're in and depending on what sort of people we are. So my purpose of this podcast is to ask you to think before you send words. Think before you write berating somebody on social media. Think about whether you are treating other people with kindness and respect and making that world a slightly better place. So a slightly different podcast today. Um, Let me know your thoughts. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know some of you won't agree with me, and that's fine. I'm always up for respectful debate. And I hope that you have a great week, whatever you're doing. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.